Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Sabina with American Outdoor News. I'm here with my friend Larry Wiseman. Larry, always a pleasure to see you. Chris, what an absolute pleasure. And I, I love what you do in the publication and, of course, now the podcast as well, too. Yes, so congratulations on that as well. Thank you. Now, I, I want to talk to you. You're very involved with Dallas Safari Club. Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about Dallas Safari Club and why do you donate so much of your time to it? <laughs> I've been involved with Dallas Park Club now since about 1987 in a lot of different capacities. And more recently served on the board of directors of the uh, DSC Foundation and now serve as a special advisor to those that group. But DSC is one of those organizations, it's, it's a shoestring operation in terms of personnel. I think our grand total of 12 or 13 people. Most of the money that comes in, Almost all of it goes right back out again as compared to maybe some of the other organizations. There's very little administrative cost involved. But DSC is very much involved in all kinds of wildlife programs in terms of conservation, education, and hunter advocacy here throughout North America. But we also do a fair amount overseas, such as in Africa, and funding uh, anti-poaching operations and funding different projects there. The anti-poaching is a very important part of what we do in Africa, but also... We're dealing with uh, the modern-day human, if you will, who doesn't have an understanding really of what wildlife management is or why hunting is important. So we deal with a lot of that, and there are policies being created in Africa, and we're fighting those there. And 
mainly because we want to stop them there before they come here. So DSC is very much a wildlife conservation organization based on of membership across the world, if you will, with now with chapters. I think we have 13 total chapters right now here in, in the U.S., and we're growing that. And uh, one of the beauties of the chapters is we're here today at the uh, Northeast chapter. Now, I know there's two connotations here. Yes. One is Dallas. Yes. The other is Safari. Yes. Now, Dallas Safari Club, it's not just Dallas, and it's not just about... African safari. No, and you know what? Safari is a, is a term that is a Swahili term, and it means an adventure, a, 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 a walkabout, if you will. It has nothing really to do with the fact that it's a hunting trip. And generally, we go by DSC because eh, people go, well, that's Dallas. Well, Dallas, this organization's been around since about 1982, I think it is. Okay. And uh, it's continually growing, but most of our members, and you know, we've got substantial members, I would say that probably 80 to 85% or more will have never gone to Africa and probably don't have any desire to go to Africa. Yeah. So that safari is, is a little bit of a, a, a wrong connotation, if you will, when you look at it from an African perspective, because primarily it simply means getting out on an adventure. And we got more people that hunt white-tailed deer, hunt turkeys, hunt squirrels, hunt rabbits, than by far in terms of membership across North America and really even across the world than do any kind of uh, dangerous big game hunting. Although we do have a few of those, and those folks too play very importantly in terms of conservation and providing dollars to fight some of the problems that we're having in Africa with overpopulation in terms of humans, over, mm -hmm. you know, policies being made by people who have no earthly idea what's actually going on with So, uh, you do as, well, DSA right. does as much conservation here in the U.S. and North America as it does overseas. Oh, we do, we do considerably more, actually, here in North America than we do anyplace else. One of the beauties of the chapters is, and, and this being the Northeast chapter, it, what the deal is with the chapters, they're their own 501c organization. Yeah. So our deal with the Dallas, the main part of the Dallas Safari Club, or DSC, is that they send DSC a grand total of 5% of their largest fundraiser. Now, they have 20 fundraisers. It's just simply 5% of the largest goes to to help with administrative costs, such as getting our, our guy that handles all these things, getting him to travel around, and we'll have him on here just a little bit. 75% of the money raised, net profit by that organization in that one fundraiser, and they can have service, but it's only one of them, they use to whatever they want to in terms of projects in their area. 20% of it goes to the DSC Foundation, but that 20% that goes to the DSC Foundation, the local chapter determines where that money goes to. So when you get right down to it, the chapters are in control of 95% of their income on that one fundraiser. Now, if they have another fundraiser and it comes close, all that money stays with the chapters. Okay, and I know here in the Northeast chapter, we do quite a bit with local organizations, yes. uh, youth education, local conservation. We even uh, send some kids to um, outdoor summer camps yes, as well. And a lot of the chapters do the same thing. You know, in almost every area there's a, a pet project that's going on, and it may have to do with 4-H or it may have to do with a local youth organization or getting kids into the outdoors. 
some of the chapters are very much devoted to getting as many people outdoors as they can. And this chapter is very important that. From the advocate's perspective, there are problems in this part of the world that these folks here are aware of. Well, when you're a member of DSC, all of a sudden you're not a single voice in this little area. You're a voice heard from throughout the world. So, consortium. Consortium, absolutely, yes, sir. All right, well, I appreciate everything you do. Well, it's a pleasure, and I, I appreciate being involved with you, too, so thank you, Chris. And we're going to be hearing from uh, Bruce Boroski uh, next. Yes, sir. Bruce, out what he does expanding the chapters. Exactly. Bruce is a guy, he is a resource person that is unbelievable, folks. So if you're interested in the chapter, whether it's an existing one or maybe even starting one, he'll be the one you want to talk to. Thank right. you, sir. Thanks again. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do, from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things. Life-threatening illnesses and disabilities affect far too many of our children each year. While we cannot change the circumstance, we can make dreams come true. Dreams to provide hope, to provide spiritual healing and strength, to provide moments of happiness and relief in the hardest of times. We can give a glimmer of light and hope in a time of darkness and despair. Join HuntOfALifetime.org to help make dreams come true, to provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Hunt of a Lifetime is a non-profit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit HuntOfALifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference. Back with uh, Bruce Borowski. He is the um, chapter liaison, chapter development manager for Dallas Safari Club. Yes, sir. Bruce, tell us about how we're growing and what your position is, and, and what can how somebody can start a chapter. Okay. So uh, Dallas Safari Club is growing right now, and that's what we're going to do. Right now, we have 13 chapters in all throughout the U.S., and we're looking at growing international as well. So okay. what what we're doing is uh, my job as chapter leader uh, manager, development manager, is to start new chapters, but also help the existing chapters, right, and, and be an asset and a resource to them so they can grow and increase more money. And the biggest difference with uh, DSC compared to some of the others is 75% of the net proceeds for the largest fundraising event stays locally with the chapter. Okay. Okay. Another 20% of that event, they're able to tell DSC Foundation where they want that money spent. So the foundation has certain causes. There's five or six of them. Mm-hmm. But they can make, so 95% of that money the chapter, the board of directors, actually decides where they want that money spent. Okay. Okay. And each chapter for us, they're their own 501c3 and 504, 501c4. So they're affiliated with DSC. Okay. But they don't have to be under DSC, right? So, so that way they get they they have that ability to to choose exactly where they want everything to go. Well, uh, I, I want to reiterate the point sure. that Dallas and Safari doesn't necessarily mean that it's limited to Dallas, and nope. it's not limited to being overseas in a safari. Uh, I know here in the Northeast chapter, we try to keep all of our focus locally yep. as far as our conservation efforts and our youth 
uh, education efforts. And I know many of the um, chapters across the country are uh, of the same state of mind. How many chapters do we have right now? Right now we have 13 chapters all across the U.S. And now we're, we're looking to grow. DSC has decided that it's it's time, right? We want to grow. And, and for us, it, it's not about DSC. It's exactly like you said. We're here to help local. Yeah, right? So like in the Northeast chapter and, and getting youth involved in the education, that, that's huge, right? So other chapters, it, it's, you know, whether it's uh, education, conservation, or advocacy, and each state's different. Like out in Colorado, you know, with the, the stuff going on, they're trying to stop mountain lion hunting and cat hunting with the hounds. And in Utah, they're talking about trail cameras. So some yep. of that advocacy is really big, and that's where they want to focus on. But other chapters, it's, it's about really helping the youth and getting the youth outdoors and you know they're buying track wheelchairs and they're giving them to the youth that way and they're getting them outdoors and they're taking youth on hunts yep. so uh, the ones that don't have you know we, we take so much for granted that we can see and we can walk and we can do all this so that money that they're raising is staying right there locally in their community sure and you know we could put it towards uh, veterans wounded veterans, veterans. Yes. we could put it towards disabled children we could put it towards anything that's going to help forward our course of uh, election. Correct, exactly. And even right now, um, we're looking, we have one of our chapters that brought it up to us up in the Yukon Territory. The Outfitters Association lost the funding, okay, and it's wolf control, right? So they're, yeah. the wolves are so bad, they're eating all the moose calves, and, and it, you know, so they're struggling. They're like, how do we replace this money? Well, it brought it up to one of our chapters, so yeah. we're going to fly up there in April and meet with the Outfitters Association to see what we can do as DSC okay. and as a DSC chapter to help raise money for that, right? So it's truly a team effort here at DSC. It's it's chapters working together and, and being able to have that. Yeah. The chapter says, hey, here's a cause that's important to us. You don't have to go through me to go through headquarters to get approval. Yep. As long as it's the board, because they're their own 501c3, as long as that board agrees on it, yes. then, then they can do that, right? They can write the check to them. And okay. it's still following the mission that DSC has of those three legs. So, okay. So yeah, it's really it's really easy to to get going, and then when you start raising locally, and then they can see where that money's going, that's what makes the difference, right? Then people really start giving in because when you get up tonight, you say, okay, here's where your money went last year. You can you can see it, right? And and the why of it, right? This is why we're all here, why we're doing it. Here's the impact in the community that we're doing, or here's the impact in the country or international, right? Whatever it might be. So to think globally, we start locally. Exactly. You're exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. All right. I appreciate your time. We'll be right. speaking to Frank Herrick, the president of the Northeast Chapter, shortly. We'll be right back.